Hello, 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 children. And how are you? Oh, it is so lovely to see each and every one of you back here for today's story. I feel very lucky, you know, because um, it's very good that, or I feel very excited and very lucky that all of you tune in every day to listen. It's just um, very exciting. <laughs> anyway, oh, I went to bed very, very late last night and I woke up very early, so I'm a little bit tired. Oh, so if I yawn, you will have to forgive me, I'm afraid. <laughs> okay, you promised to forgive me. That's all right then. Okay, let's get on with the story. So, if you remember yesterday, we left the um at the Adventures of the Witching Chair. We left them that they'd discovered that the witch's cat was really a fairy. And Binky managed to change him back again, didn't he? So, um, we have Prince Merry. So... They need to go and visit the dear me goblin to get a map to rescue his sister. So let's see if they manage it. So we're on chapter seven and it's called the dear me goblin. Prince Merry lived with Binky in the playroom, waiting for the chair to grow its wings again. Binky made himself Merry's servant and did everything for him, gladly and proudly. Peter and Molly thought they were very lucky children to have a wishing chair of their own, a pixie for a friend and a fairy prince living in their playroom. Nobody would believe it if they told the story of their adventures. It was three whole days before the chair grew its wings again. It was one evening after tea when Peter... Molly, Binky and the Prince were sitting around the playroom fire having a game of snap. All four had cards in front of them when suddenly a draught blew the whole lot together. Oh, is the window open? cried Peter jumping up. But it wasn't. He couldn't think where the draught came from when he suddenly saw that it was the chair flapping its wings again. Of course, they made the wind that blew the cards together. Look, cried Peter excitedly, the chair's ready again. Come on, is there room for us all? Not really, said Binky, but the prince has wings so he can fly beside us. Come on, get in. Although, hadn't we better take a rug? It's an awfully cold night. The children pulled a rug from the sofa and then they and the pixie climbed in the chair, wrapping the rug closely around them. The prince opened the door and the chair flew out at once. Merry followed it and held on to one of the arms as he flew so that he should not miss the way. I told the chair to go to the dear me goblin's cave, said Binky. I hope it knows the way. It did. It flew to a hill that looked dark and lonely in the starlit night. But as soon as the chair had flown inside a big cave and come to earth there, the children exclaimed in delight. 
The inside of the cave shone with a golden light, though there was no lamp of any sort to be seen. <gasps> That's why it's called the Golden Hill, said Mary. The whole of the hill shines like gold inside, so plenty of goblins live here because they are mean fellows, you know, and are only too pleased to live in a hill where they do not need to buy candles by which to see. The children and Binky explored the golden cave. There was a passage leading away into the heart of the hill and the four of them walked down it, able to see everything quite clearly. Along the passage were many doors of all colours. Each door had a little notice on it, giving the name of the goblin who lived there. The children looked at them all but could not see the name of dear me. At last they came to the end door and that had no name on it at all. This must be dear me's cave, said Mary. It's the only one left. So they knocked and the door opened. A strange looking goblin poked out his head. He wore a waste paper basket for a hat and had a pencil in his mouth at which he kept puffing as if it were a pipe. Hello, he said. Uh, hello, said Binky. What's your name? It's on the door, said the goblin. I've forgotten what it is. But it isn't on the door, said Peter. There is no name there at all. Oh, said the goblin, well, come in whilst I think of it. They all went in. There was a large and cosy room made out of the cave behind the door. A fire glowed in one corner and a small bed stuck out of the other. There was a table in the middle and two or three stools stood there. And over there, there were more stools. There was no lamp. For the curious golden light shone here too. Is your name dear me? asked Pinky. Of course it is, said the goblin. Everyone knows that. Well, you didn't seem to know it, said Mary. Only because it wasn't on the door, said the goblin. What have you all come for? Well, we wanted to know if you have the map that shows the hill on which the green enchanter lives, said Pinky. Yes, I have, said dear me, but dear me, I could not tell you where it is at the moment. Did you put it in a safe place, asked the prince. Of course, said the goblin, but it's always so difficult to remember safe places, isn't it? Well, tell us one of your safe places and we'll look there, said Molly. Well, it might be in that drawer, said the goblin pointing to a drawer in the kitchen table. Molly opened it and then stared down in the greatest surprise. It was full of pea pods, turned brown and dry. Oh dear me, said the goblin. So that's where those pea pods went to last summer. Well, look in the teapot then and see if the map's there. In the teapot, said Peter, thinking the goblin must be quite mad. However, he looked in the teapot on the dresser 
and found it full of safety pins. The goblin was so pleased to see them. I couldn't think where I'd put those pins, he said. You know, buttons are always coming off my clothes and I have to pin them up such a lot. So I bought a whole crowd of safety pins and thought I'd better keep them somewhere safe in case I lost them. So I put them in the teapot and then I couldn't remember where they were. Tell us another of your hiding places, begged Binky patiently. Ah, you might look in the boot box, said the goblin. They all looked for it. Where is the boot box, asked Peter at last. Have you put that in a safe place too? Oh no, said the goblin. Ah, now let me think. Oh yes, I remember now. When the laundry came, the carrier wanted the basket back, so I put the clean clothes into the boot box. You do think of some surprising ideas, said Mary. I don't suppose the washing will be clean any longer. I suppose this is it under the mangle. He pulled out a dirty old box in which clean shirts and collars were stuffed. But except for some old potatoes at the bottom, there was nothing else in the box at all. I suppose you use the boot box for your vegetables as well, said Binky, shaking the potatoes about. Oh, are there some potatoes there? cried the goblin, pleased. Oh, cook those for my dinner then. I was just going out to buy some, but I couldn't find my hat. Binky, Mary and the children stared at the waste paper basket on the goblin's head. Well, said Binky, you've got something on your head. We thought it was meant for a hat. The goblin took the basket off and looked at it in surprise. It's my waste paper basket, he said. Now, how did that get there? I spent all the morning looking for it. Is this your hat? asked Pinky. Pinky, start again, sorry. Picking up something stuffed full with old newspapers. Dear me, yes, said the goblin, pleased. I must have mistaken it for the basket. Oh, I do get into such muddles sometimes. I have so much to do, you know. What do you have to do? asked Molly curiously. Oh, there's getting up and oh, having meals and dressing and dusting. Oh, and going to bed, said the goblin. That reminds me it's time for something to eat. Will you have a bit of cherry pie? He darted to a cupboard, opened it and brought out a pie. But as he went to put it on the table, he fell over the waste paper basket and smash. The pie fell to the floor and the red juice flowed out onto the carpet. Dear me, said the goblin, that's the end of the pie, I'm afraid. Oh, well, it wasn't a very good pie. Now, what shall I wipe up the mess with? He went to the cupboard and brought up caught up a piece of paper that lined the shelf he was just about to mop up the mess with it when binky gave a cry wait 
The pixie took the paper from him and shouted loudly. It's the map, look. Fancy the goblin using it to line a shelf with. Just the sort of thing he would do. At that moment, another goblin came rushing into the room, crying, Your chair's flapping its wings! We must go, shouted Binky, or our chair will leave us behind. Goodbye, dear me. Thanks for all the help you didn't give. Out they all ran and flung themselves into the chair. Prince Merry had the map safely in his pocket to think how nearly they had lost it. Home chair, cried Peter, and off it went. Oh, my goodness, well, they nearly did lose the map, didn't they, if he'd have just mopped up all the cherry juice with it. Honestly, are you a little bit like um, the DME Goblin? Do you get confused easily? I do. I'm terrible. Um, not quite as bad as there, but I do have lots of safe places that I put things in. Um and I never remember where that safe place is. <laughs> in which case, I always lose things. And I know they're there somewhere, so I haven't actually lost them. Because they are in the house somewhere. And then, do you know what happens? When I don't want them, and I'm looking for something else that I do want, I find what I wanted last time. <laughs> And I think, oh, that's where that was. I must remember that for the next time I need it. And then I put it back in the safe place and it's gone again. <laughs> oh, dear me. So, tomorrow we will find out if they manage to go, follow the, the map and go and find Prince Mary's sister. And rescue her. That's exciting. So, I have just looked out of the window and it's absolutely throwing it down with rain. So, um, I'm going to get absolutely soaking when I go out, which is very nice because it's a bit windy to use an umbrella. I might fly away like Mary Poppins. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway. I will love you and leave you and see you all again tomorrow, hopefully, when we'll carry on the adventure of the wishing chairs. So, up until then, you make sure that you enjoy your day, whatever you're doing, and you take care and you stay safe, okay? And I will see you all again, same time, same place, tomorrow. Bye for now.